order to understand the many lies that have been given to us over time, we must be educated on the truth. A main part of my ministry is to educate so that lies can be truly seen and bondage be broken. Many people are against Christianity for many reasons, but one of the biggest reasons is they don't understand the history behind it. So my next series of videos will be educating my viewers on the history of religion. In an effort to keep the time down, it's just a summary, so if there's something left out or that you don't understand, please leave it in the comments and I'll try to answer it if I can. Let's begin. To begin to understand, we need to start with the beginning of major beliefs. This brings us to Mesopotamia, also known as ancient Babylon. You see, most people that talk against Christianity, most of the time will tell you that Christianity stole their beliefs from ancient Egypt. When anyone says this, it shows a clear lack of understanding of the truth and historic fact. First, the Christianity they're referring to is not Christianity, but Roman Catholicism. Two very different things that historic record and simple understanding of doctrine easily proves. Now, for those with extensive knowledge, let me just point out that I understand we can go further with all this, all the way to Cain and Abel and the Mark of Cain. But this video is a brief synopsis, like I said earlier. My goal of the video is to give a basis and foundation in which anyone else that wants to understand can build from. So, this foundation starts post-flood in the first known civilization, Mesopotamia. The mystery religion of ancient Babylon is the beginning of paganism. This period begins after the great flood that destroyed man. The mystery religion has been told in many different stories through many millenniums. It consists of a lot of names of many different gods that are in fact all actually the same gods. Different cultures, different times, different languages, but all the same story, figures, and structure. This is one reason why people try to include Christianity into this. The problem is they're just missing key information. Now to clarify and explain in the simplest of terms what the mystery religion of Babylon is, it's simply polytheism and or paganism. You've heard this in school. Polytheism is a belief in many gods. The true knowledge of the goal of these gods was only given to the few. These people were the high priests and priestess that passed down the religions. They required the sacrifice to the gods, and they were the only ones able to commune with the gods. They held the secret knowledge, which gave them power over the ones who did not have the knowledge. If someone knew about the sun and when an eclipse would occur, they would seem as if they could control it. The people would then worship and follow that man. This is a simple explanation, but you should get the point from it. In polytheism, in most cultures, you will see the same structure. One man who was God, one virgin woman who was the mother of God, and a son of the mother who was impregnated from the male God. There's father God, mother God, and the son of God. And this is what paganism is. It always follows the structure. And this story started in Mesopotamia, ancient Babylon. So here's the story. Let me just mention that this record is not just supported through the Bible, which only covers it very basically, but comes from the very foundation of Freemasonry and many other books. The difference between me and the majority of naysayers, I will cite sources. You'll see a list of them in the description below. So anyone who discredits this information, please make sure you do the same and cite your sources. After the flood, it was Noah's family chosen to repopulate the earth. He had three sons, Shem, Japheth, and Ham. The story of paganism comes from the line of Ham. Noah's grandson, Cush, came from the line of Ham. He did the complete opposite of what God commanded. 
God commanded them to flourish the earth and worship him. Cush became a leader, though, bringing people all together to live under him. You can see the lines of Ham, Shem, and Japheth in Genesis chapter 10. You see, a lot of times when reading the Bible, we can often skip over this information. But to understand things, you must follow the bloodlines. That's why it's given to us. So back to the story. Cush promoted pure rebellion against God, leading to the creation and building of the Tower of Babel. They wanted to ascend into heaven and defeat God. They wanted to build a structure that if Yahweh ever decided to flood the earth again, they would be able to live through it. They all spoke in one language and decided rather than move away from each other, they could build a kingdom for their own dominion to challenge God. The Tower of Babel is a very important symbol in the occult world. It illustrates rebellion against God and masculinity. They all look the same, hence the erect building. An example of this would be an obelisk like the Washington Monument. The Bible does not explain in detail what was going on with Cush and his followers. All that we know is that he was rebellious and led people to be rebellious as well by building the Tower of Babel. When God came down and saw what it was they were doing, he was not happy. He decided to confuse their languages that no one could understand what either was saying. They were not able to communicate with each other. The building of the tower had stopped. God confused their language, creating the name Babel. Cush was disgraced. So, so far what you should have gained from this, after the flood, was there are three lines, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. We know that Shem's line came to be the line of Israel, King David, and Jesus. We know that from the line of Ham, the rebellion against God began again. Now, after Cush, there was Nimrod, Cush's son. Nimrod was a very powerful hunter. He was mighty. He was also very determined to finish the plan his father started. He conquered all animals and then men. He became leader of the Assyrian Babylonian Empire. Nimrod is the beginning of all the stories that have been passed down over the time about the gods that everyone refers to when denouncing Christianity. His story has developed and transformed him into a god. It all starts with him. Following the occult will lead back to him, but still goes further back to Cain. Either way, it's his story that must be understood to understand what the minds of pagans believe. Nimrod communicated with the spirit world, which guided him to complete great accomplishments like the Tower of Babel. He obtained occult knowledge that gave him power over their people. Nimrod started the first world government, where they all practiced the same religion and were governed under him. They performed human sacrifices and he was in control. They worshipped him as God because he outright challenged Yahweh. Nimrod found rebellion only from his uncle Shem, Noah's other son. Shem abhorred the abominations that Nimrod and Cush had done. Shem followed the commands of God. He plotted with other conspirators and killed Nimrod. More than just killed Nimrod, they cut him up in pieces and sent the pieces to all the different cities that were under Nimrod's rule. Shem did this to show that Nimrod was not a god and for the people to stop what they were doing and start worshiping and obeying the god of his father, Noah. His followers were nervous and frightened. It was obvious that Nimrod was not a god and his father was already defeated. They did not know where to go from there. And that's where the next part of the story brings the real twist and connection. The answer actually came from a woman, the whore. But just recapping, the story of Nimrod is very simple to understand. A man in the beginning claiming power over other people, claiming himself to be God. It's a simple, easy concept to get. The real twist starts, like I said, with the woman. This woman 
who comes into this picture is Semiramis. Semiramis was the first wife of Cush. She also was the mother of Nimrod. Alright guys, for more video like this, please remember to like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow the link in the description. And remember to share, like and subscribe and follow me here also and on Twitter. Thank you and goodbye. Maranatha.